Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Then you've come to the right place. You're listening to the My Accountant Handles That podcast, presented by The Quantify Group, the podcast that covers all aspects of running the financial side of your business. And now, your hosts, longtime CPAs, Dave Ashworth and Alex Steinberg. Welcome to the My Accountant Handles That podcast. I am your co-host, Dave Ashworth. I'm here with my business partner, my other co-host, Alex Steinberg. Alex, what's going on, man? Hey, everybody. Hey, Dave. Glad to be back finally. It's been a long time since we had our podcast. It has. It has. To say that some things have changed over the past couple of months, I think would be a, a bit of an understatement. So it's changed. I don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it has been a while. We've, um, we've been doing a lot of things with our business and continuing to grow, which has been awesome. Um, but one thing that we love doing uh, and we think is really important is just continuing to um, have a voice and to share the things that we're learning with, with different people and trying to bring value. And, and one of the ways that we've found to do that in the past is the podcast. And we, we've had a lot of success doing it and we've loved doing it. Um, and I think it was just time to, to relaunch. There's so many things to talk about, so many things that we think that uh, other people in the business community um, can learn from things that we've done well, can learn from some of our mistakes, and also just learn from things that our clients are going through. So that's what we wanted to kind of dive in today. But Alex, man, what's what's up with you? What's new? I know there's a lot going on, but um, anything new on the, the business <laughs> front, the home front? Yeah, and probably and business seems like it was just crazy when everything happened with COVID. It was just nonstop phone calls and questions about the PPP loan and the payroll tax credits, and, you know, things were changing literally. I felt like it was every single day. It was a new, it was, it was every day, <laughs> something new. I don't know. So yeah. we give it, we give advice or I don't know, we say, Hey, it's this way. The next day it's complete change. And it's like, it's frustrating on our end. Um, but you know, it just gives us, it gives us a lot of opportunities to talk to our current clients and see how they're doing and follow up with them. And, um, you know, we talk to everybody as much as we can normally, but this is even more than normal, which was good to help everybody out. Home front wise, just, I don't know, it's probably like everybody else, you know, kind of like you don't know what's going on. Now we have a little more clarity on things and still don't know what's safe and what's not fully, even though we think we have an idea, but, you know, just trying to stay safe and be ultra conservative with what you do. And, you know, that's, that's really about it. How about you? Yeah, a lot of the same, just you know, staying at home, hanging at home. Um, seems like I just lose track of what day it is all the time. You know, just every, all the days run together. But, um, you know, from a business standpoint, you know, thankfully we've been pretty blessed to continue to work with most of our clients, haven't really missed a beat. And we'll, we'll get into some of that uh, in this podcast, actually. Um, it's what I live basketball game or baseball oh man that's what I, I, so, someone <laughs> I was talking someone was talking the other day they said whichever sport like comes out first it could literally be like a backyard wiffle ball game and millions of people would watch because they're just so starved to like watch sports like literally could be anything it could be two guys playing checkers in their backyard and if they threw it on espn there'd be 20 million people watching I'll tell you what, an example this morning is my son woke up at 4 a.m. and I'm sitting there, I just sleep on the couch, it's around 6 o'clock, 
I was actually contemplating watching Korean baseball because it was live. <laughs> Anything. <laughs> them, yeah. I never my buddy. thought I'd think about that, but I was I had to control my remote my hand on the remote thinking like, should I just watch this now? Yeah. My buddy um, <laughs> has never that. watched NASCAR in his life, never yeah. heard, like not done anything with it. And that, I guess that was on like a couple of weeks ago and he was like, watch it. And he was just loving it. Cause it was just like the only thing we, yeah. I mean, we both, both love sports and we both love our like Philly sports teams and man, yeah. it's been weird not to, not to have that. And it, it's crazy how much like sports like really does like bring us together and pick us up, especially I think back um, to like 9-11 and think how much sports like really pulled us together as like a, as like a nation. Right. It really was so, like a foundation of our nation. And so I think getting sports back, which it sounds like they're, they're really working toward that coming back soon. I think that will be a huge step in getting things back to, to some sort of a normal state. So hopefully that's, hopefully that's soon. Cause I, yeah, you know, I need some sports. It. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Um, but let's dive into our topic today. Uh, we were talking the other day about just different things that we've learned. Um, I've had some conversations with other people, but different things that we've learned over the past couple months from this whole thing. Um, it's kind of opened our eyes to some different things, things that we've learned ourselves, but also been hearing from a lot of our clients, been hearing from other people, uh, specifically in the accounting industry of, of how things are going to change coming out of this um, and different lessons. So uh, we had a conversation the other day. We came up with four things that we think are are solid lessons that we've learned through this whole thing and how it can impact us going forward. So we just want to kind of have a conversation around those in, in hopes that can help some people as they're as they're starting to come out of this and, and get back to business and and how they can better protect themselves. Um, obviously, we never knew anything like this would happen. Uh, I never thought we'd have like a countrywide lockdown and businesses would be closed and sports would be canceled and so many crazy things, but you just never know. And being able to protect yourself uh, for future events is really important. So I want to just dive into some of the lessons. So the first one that we talked about, and this one is probably the most obvious one is just the importance of utilizing technology in the cloud. Obviously, you know, the, when we're stuck at home, you're not able to be in the office with people having a good foundation of technology and, and doing things in the cloud and having all that just allowed businesses to remain seamless with what they were doing. Um, and we've just seen how important that has been um, for us and our clients, our ability to work remotely and to just not really miss a beat. Um, and so technology is a huge thing and it's kind of forced people into that in a way force people in to kind of adapt some different technology through this whole time. Um, and for some people that's been really difficult, but I think the more that you can embrace it now, the better you're off you're going to be when, you know, inevitably maybe not something to this extreme, but something else is going to happen in the future and, and you could be better prepared. So what have you seen on that front as far as like technology and maybe specific to like the accounting world? Um, how, how, you know, firms embrace technology or don't embrace technology and how it could, you know, affect things during a time like this? Yeah, I mean, I think just kind of maybe not answering directly your question here, mm -hmm. but it's like how we started our business. I'm not trying to toot our horn here, but we just, from day one, we're pushing, we push technology-based accounting. So that what that means, we use the cloud, we use any available technology we can use to make everything seamless as possible and remotely as possible. Um, we pushed that from day one. We pushed 
clients who we didn't have that set up for that that method at first, we pushed them to that. Um, and all current clients that we have and future ones, we used we're using technology to you know assist them in what what we do. Um, luckily, we I'm not saying we had foresight on, on any of this yeah. type of situation, but we learned from working at CPA firms the importance of the cloud and technology to you know make things on our end more efficient, and that would help our clients' needs better, serve our clients' needs better. I believe make things more efficient for them also. So I'm, um, you know, that's the biggest thing. We were luckily we were set up for this. Luckily and unfortunately, I guess yeah. you could say. Yeah. So um, again, we didn't foresee any of this stuff happening, but this made what we do and how we serve our clients not, like you said, not miss a beat. Right. Right. For sure. Yeah. I think just to get a little more specific, just to speak to some of the ways that we embrace technology. So, um, you know, we. Uh, we use QuickBooks online for almost all of our clients, which is obviously a cloud-based solution. It's not on a desktop somewhere. So you're able to access it anywhere. Um, and we can have multiple people in there at, at a time. So that's one. We use like a client portal. So for clients to upload documents, download documents we, that we want to send them. Um, that's another way. Um, we also do like um, like a, a call, software called Write Signature. So we do all of our all of our signing stuff through that and then simple things like getting read-only access to clients bank accounts and credit cards so we don't have to get any type of paper statements uh, and then occasionally we'll utilize some other technologies like like bill.com or um, I know for a client we use a technology called like hubdoc which had to do with like invoicing and, and collecting documents so um, there's a there's storage. a bunch of what's cloud that cloud-based file storage yeah, for us. Yeah, that's been huge. Yep. Um, so those are just a couple things that we use. And obviously, there's a, a ton of solutions out there. But but as we kind of get through this time, I would encourage people who are, who are business owners to, to, to really embrace technology. You know, as we go back to work, and we get back in offices, um, technology might seem to be not as important again, because we're in the office, but it is and you never know when something like this could happen. And the more you embrace technology, it really can make things very efficient. So we just encourage people to, to look at those things and consider them, especially as we, we start to get back out and, and get back into offices. So, so that was the first lesson is just the importance of technology in the cloud and, and how it can relate to the accounting function. The second one, as we were talking, was how, how important it is to have uh, up-to-date and accurate financials. Uh, we talk about that all the time. Um, and I think... One of the things that um, kind of showed people that they, they, they really needed it and they didn't have things where they should be was the whole PPP loan thing oh, yeah. where this loan came out and everything was moving at a million miles an hour and people were trying to get this loan. And unfortunately, a lot of them just didn't have the information uh, that they needed. And now they're scrambling to get stuff together uh, where companies that had their financials in a timely fashion, they were accurate, everything was good. They were able to process the loan documents very quickly. And, and a lot of them were probably the ones who got their loans first. Um, so that kind of revealed to some people that, hey, this is something that we need to do. And um, that was the first thing. Um, I also think that through this whole thing, you know, naturally margins in businesses have been shrinking. I mean, that's just the, uh, you know, with businesses shutting down and, and having to 
potentially lay off some people and maybe sales are going down, margins are going down. So it's really important to understand the financial side of the business. Uh, we, we always tell people that um, every decision that you make has some sort of financial implication in some way or another. Any business decision is going to have a financial implication. And you need to understand that because how can you make a proper decision if you don't know how it's going to impact your business financially? Um, and then the third thing was as you're, as businesses are starting to make personnel decisions, obviously people had to, there's more people on unemployment on how, what the number is. It's ridiculous number 40 million or something. It's a crazy number. So people were obviously laid off. You know, how do you know who you need to lay off or how many people you need to lay off? Uh, if you don't know, you know, the financial impact of that. So you really need to have, you know, strong numbers and you, they need to be accurate and up to date so you can make the right decision about who to keep and who not to keep. Um, so those are just a couple of things that, that I've seen as, as we've been looking and dealing with our clients, just how important it is for that, the, your financials to be um, up to date and accurate. So I don't know if you had any thoughts on, on that topic. Yeah, I mean, you pretty much said the whole thing. I, I mean, it just seemed like some of the, it wasn't even our clients, because a lot of we've, some of the new ones we have weren't fully organized with the PPP loan and the documentation and everybody's scrambling, like you said, scrambling to get information. All the clients we have, we have everything again, digitally stored, organized, and we just send as a client requested information. We have it to them within 10, 15 minutes. And they are first in line for the loans. All, I think all of our clients got a loan for the PPP. I think so, yeah. Um, I think the only ones that troubled when they had Wells Fargo as their banker. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the banking company. But they seemed like they were delaying. I'm sure there's other banks that delayed too. So yeah, for sure. Them. But the, that, was, that was one issue I think we ran across that we couldn't control. Um, but I think one of the other items too, as you mentioned, though in the financials is, you know, businesses have multiple segments or like um, multiple um, product lines or things like that that don't do job costing, making mm -hmm. decisions for these type of situations or anything that's like high stress and high panic or like um, just out of the ordinary, it's hard to know what to do exactly and where to make, where to take an action against. I know we have one client who we do multiple segments of the business, I'm not going to go into too much detail, but then we can look at each one, look at where we can project out revenues, fixed costs or invariable costs and see where we can actually make changes without having to like lay off anybody. Mm -hmm. So we were able to pinpoint down from different, you know, cost of goods sold or um, the business development side or operational. We could, we could look at each category and say, oh, we can pick and choose these items instead of laying off five people, we left two. I don't know, but that's just a, a basic sure. example. We, we could pinpoint automatically at each month go and say, oh, you know, is this still profitable here? Should we stop doing X here? You know, it, Without doing that piece of the business, if you, if you have multiple services or product lines or segments, it makes the decision-making very, very difficult. Yeah. You, know, you might just be throwing a dart out there and like, okay, this might work. You, know, you, might ha you might think you have in your head, but you really don't have in your head when you're a larger company. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great point. I think that for a lot of businesses, they do have different segments in their business and certain events might affect different segments differently, you know, for some businesses, you know, and just a basic example, you know, let's say a business has three different segments and something like this pandemic happens, right? Well, maybe segment one is basically shut down, right? They're losing a bunch of money. Segment two kind of remains stagnant, but maybe segment three of the business uh, explodes due to some more opportunity. 
Well, if you look at the business as a whole, one is down, two is stagnant, three is up. The business as a whole kind of didn't change. But then if you can break it down, you could say, okay, well, we need to move things away from one and shift resources into three, you know, then the business might actually start to go up. But if you don't have that information, then you obviously can't make those decisions. So I think that's a great point in times like this. The more information that you can have at your fingertips, the better decisions you can make. And it's even too, even before this all happens is I always heard this one comment from, I forget who it was. It was a long time ago. They always said, cut costs while you're getting fat. Meaning when you're doing well, mm -hmm. make sure you're keeping your overhead and unnecessary costs to a minimum. This it's not exactly what we're talking about here, but it kind of can play in. If you have to spend a little money now to know how different segments are doing when you're doing well, doing you know average and doing like in these times situations, probably not so great. You'll know what to do. You'll see how to cut. You'll see what to do to make decisions at any point of the business cycle or the economic cycle. Yeah. So it's yeah. just very, very important, I believe. And, you know, I can't really emphasize it more. Yeah. And I think this during this whole time, it's, um, it's really making that just become super clear how important it is. So, um, so that was the second one is just, you know, the importance of having your financials up to date and accurate. And, and like, like we've just talked about having the, the most level of detail that you can. Um, I think the third one was, and we've heard this a lot over the years is, um, people really want someone in the office, uh, especially who's handling like the accounting function, whether that's like a bookkeeper or controller, they just kind of want someone in the office. And, um, you know, going through a time like this, obviously this is a crazy time, but you know, if you had someone that was in the office working on a computer in the office, um, not really embracing much technology, doing everything on paper, that might've worked for a while. But then when something like this happens, um, you're obviously gonna gonna struggle a little bit. Where a solution that's more cloud based, more technology based, works remotely, um, really has a huge advantage. Um, and and our our clients can attest to that with not really missing a beat with the service that that we've been able to offer them. Um, and um, you know we we've seen a lot of businesses adapt and realize that it's just not really necessary for certain functions of the business. Now for some there is, and I totally understand that, but for a lot of them, um, and for a lot of businesses, the services that we offer, you just don't really need someone in the office. Um, you can do a lot of the work remotely. Um, and, and if you embrace technology properly, like you're able to complete the job. And in addition to that, there's a, there's is going to be less headaches with hiring and training and doing different things with someone that, that's going to be uh, on site. So I think that, um, you know, going through this, the companies that had solutions that were able to work remotely, you know, the reality is we're in a lot better position to go through something like this than the ones that weren't. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And also too, I, it's, I, I definitely understand the need of the in-person. There's, there's a time and place. Um, there is. So if you need like a full company meeting, yeah, maybe Zoom's not the best option every time, but day to day, I mean, there's this, you know, we have technology now that can make almost anything possible. Yeah. It's just, you know, it's stuck in the, what's you've been doing in for the past 20, 30 years or whatever amount of years. It's just easy to stay in those, those mindsets. I understand, but you know, it's just, this is teaching the world that things can get done on a remote basis and not everything has to be, you need to be in office 40 hours a week. Yeah. 
You know, yeah. it's nothing to be how many hours you work. I understand that time is important. We all know that. But at the same time, getting work done and projects done is important too. So you may want to consider as a business owner having a project-based, um, not like a contract employee, but like an agreement like, hey, you're not, if you work 40 hours, you work 50, you can work 30. If these X, Y, Z is all done on the week, you know, that might be the way to run a remote yeah. business like that. And you can actually have a lot less overhead. And we'll get into that too. Yeah. You can actually probably be more profitable than you think. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's, ways of th- it's different ways to think of it. Yeah. I think it's forced some people into this new idea of thinking that were totally against it before. And I think it shocked some people that, that thought that it couldn't work. And now they're like, you know what, like this actually worked like really well. Um, and then to kind of transition into our last point, you know, it, it's also forced people to take a hard look at how their money is best spent because every dollar counts. It always has for sure. But now with going through something like this, everything is just so magnified um, with where you're spending your money. And so, you know, we'll, we'll speak to the services we offer and the alternatives because that's what we know best. Um, but this can be applied to all sorts of of different um, roles that you need in your organization. So for us, you know, we're, we're typically competing against a company that's going to hire like an, uh, an accounting staff in-house, right? right. And um, versus a company like ours, who's an outsource firm. And a lot of times the costs are going to be very similar. Um, we feel like we have the advantage for a lot of the things that we've already touched on. But in addition to that, you know, we're probably going to have more expertise and more experience over someone else that's going to come in at a similar cost. The fact that we can work remote, that we embrace technology, um, that we don't really need to be trained, it allows us to drive our costs down. And so we're at a very similar cost, but with a lot more expertise and experience. Um, in addition to that, it can also save you on all sorts of other costs like benefits and taxes, potentially. And now people are even looking at like rent that don't really need an office space because they're seeing that their business works uh, without having people in office. So I think as people are, are taking a hard look at uh, the best way to spend their money, the whole idea of outsourcing different functions of the business is just co- becoming more popular. Yeah. I think too, with a lot of, I'm not going to say this. It's a lot of people nowadays will jump jobs quickly. So you train them there for a year or two and they're gone you just don't do the same hamster wheel every single two years or even maybe sooner than that yeah. we see it a lot in the accounting world it's a little different than the cpa world the public accounting but it happens everywhere so like hiring a company like ours with some like with owners like us we're not going anywhere for 30 40 years um you know you you, you train us on your nuances and that's it and then we know what's going on we know the accounting we know how to make your financial statements that we know the taxes we know how to help you with a lot of different things there's no train lose money that way lose time you know you're building your business while we help you we help support you and, and actually at the same time you're probably making you're going to probably save money on the whole thing from hiring somebody and paying their benefits and like Dave said so um i don't want to i hate to say like oh don't hire people the way things are going in the economy but at the same time um, from our perspective in the accounting world and financial consult, like almost financial consulting. I know we're not like picking stocks for you or anything like that, but we're giving you advice on how to optimize for accounting and your taxes at the same time. So we're kind of helping you save money on your taxes where, where it's possible. And then 
saving you headaches. You can actually grow your business instead of having headaches in the accounting and putting numbers in spreadsheets like we do. Let us do that. Let us handle that. For sure. Yeah, we just think we just think there's a lot of opportunity. And so just to quickly recap, um, and again, these are just some of the lessons that we've learned um, over the past couple of months based on this whole thing. The first one is uh, the importance of utilizing technology in the cloud. The second one is just the importance of having up-to-date and accurate financials. The third one is not necessarily needing someone in the office, look for potentially outsourcing some functions. And then a hard look at how your money is best spent. Um, and I think that, you know, obviously we'd love an opportunity speaking to the accounting side of things. Um, but regardless of that, uh, we would encourage you to potentially look at, at outsourcing some of those functions for some of the reasons that we listed above and, and find an accountant that really does embrace technology in the cloud and can get you accurate and, and timely financials, can work remotely. Um, and it's going to have a lot more expertise and experience than hiring like an accounting staff. There's just so many advantages to that that we've seen. And then all of this can be transitioned and used in, in other pieces of your business, whether it's IT, whether it's marketing, whether it's HR. Um, it, it's a lot of the same stuff. And so I think that the future for a lot of small businesses is going to be outsourcing different functions. And there's just so many advantages to it. But but these are some of the lessons that we've learned. So we just wanted to kind of jump on here quickly and, and kick off the podcast again. Um, but hopefully some of the things that we've talked about today are, are things that you can use in your business moving forward so that not only can you come out of this uh, better and stronger, but if and when uh, something happens again that um, can really cause some issues that, that you're, uh, you're much more prepared. Um, so any final thoughts, Alex, before we, before we hop off here? No, I mean, I think we covered a lot. I think it's just, you know, the only small thing I could add is just, it's always be prepared for something, you know, it's just because the economy is going well, not that I'm saying this is going to happen always, but there's always some type of, some point is going to be a recession. There's going to be some type of event that kind of throws things for a loop. So yeah. not having good advisors, not having the ability to be flexible in these type of times with technology just in my opinion is a mistake. Obviously there's some things like you said that some companies that can't do it if you're making widgets in a factory, well, that's nothing you can really do about it. But if you're a right. service-based business, for example, I mean, there's no reason you shouldn't have any of the, these tech, technological, technological advances in place for your business to weather these storms or even just maximize your profits. Yeah, I agree, I agree. Cool. Well, that was fun. I enjoyed yeah. it. It was good to get back on here and, and have a good conversation. And hopefully uh, during our next podcast, we can uh, talk about some sports that are going on. That, would be, uh, that would be nice. <laughs> that would be nice. So anyway, thank you guys for, for listening to this podcast. We hope this was helpful. Uh, our podcast is on all the major podcast platforms. So feel free to check it out. We're also going to be doing a lot more content posting with videos and different things on LinkedIn. We have a, a written blog on our website, so check that out as well. And then obviously, if you have any questions regarding a, a accounting function in your business or where you're headed or different things that you can do to protect yourself, um, feel free to reach out to us anytime. Uh, so we appreciate you guys checking this out, and uh, we'll talk to you in the next one. Right. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening to the My Accountant Handles That podcast. Be sure to like us on Facebook 
and follow us on LinkedIn at The Quantify Group for more awesome content related to running the financial side of your business. We'll talk to you in the next one.